This is the next episode of Strong Dad's Community, the men, the myths, and the legends in the making. This podcast is part of Thumos USA, a community optimizing men for growth, purpose, and impact. Check us out at strongdadscommunity.com. Uh, for those new listeners out there, you know, we put this podcast together. It's, it's really intended for you, the listener, to get a nugget of information from these real stories and reveal how important you are to those around you in your own life. Whether you're a parent, a godparent, a mentor, a coach, a sibling, a teacher, or even a friend, you have the ability for such a tremendous impact on those around you. I hope these stories encourage you to realize your potential. And today we have Brian Palma on the show. Welcome, Brian. Oh, thanks, Charlie. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking the time and, and coming to share your story, man. So um, for those listeners out there, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. What's your what's your background? Okay, so uh, um, not to get ridiculous deep, but uh, man, kind of grew up in uh, grew up in Nebraska. You know, very blue collar kid. Uh, dad had one of those had kind of a, had a pretty good job for not a, a, a huge amount of education. He's smart smart guy, uh, but uh, uh, college wasn't that big a deal at at the time when he was uh, um, looking for work. So. Um, I just say that to say he always had a pretty good job that I would say uh, kind of kept it comfortable. He was definitely the breadwinner. My mom was a uh, was because she worked in cafeterias uh, as like kind of like a lunch lady. She was a cashier and uh, she's just kind of a, a, a sweet, sweet woman. But she uh, her and my dad, they gave me a, a I mean, like really probably I, I hate to stay spoiled, but, you know, I was the only child. So um I had a I had a good childhood growing up, um, probably a little a little more uh, uh, enabled than 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 I, I uh, probably should have been. But like where I'm going with all this is uh, so kind of grew up blue collar. Um, man, when I was a when I was a little, I was fascinated with the uh, Incredible Hulk. I just thought I thought that was the most amazing thing. So uh, now this was, was the original of- Incredible Hulk. Yeah, you know, like the one, it was actually Lou Ferrigno. So I, I probably yeah, say Ferrigno. I was, I was okay. kind of infatuated with this guy. And I'd never, I'd never, I don't know that I'd ever seen like Arnold Schwarzenegger or any of these other guys, but I I remembered Lou Ferrigno being in the Hulk. And man, I uh, I was just kind of, I guess, uh, even, you know, uh, our buddy Jody, he says, uh, like, he, I think he was enamored maybe with the muscle and, and stuff like that. But man, I was just so, I was so, uh, I just, I couldn't believe that this guy was this big uh that somebody could be that big and man full transparency like as a kid man like I was I was kind of bullied I was never like hurt or anything and to be honest somebody always stuck up for me uh and looked out for me so I think man that had a little bit to do with it but man you know as I got older I realized like the, the bigger or the more muscular I was the less people messed with me and man that was kind of like some groundwork towards uh you know I just thought it was so neat that you could change your body through hard work and and uh you know a few other factors I don't want to sit here and say oh perfect nutrition or whatever but uh you know I just was so amazed with that and it's almost like uh 
it was kind of that started a journey for for exercise like even in college before I was ever certified or anything I was I was doing personal training I'd train my buddies and I trained uh, uh, girlfriends that that I had um, and I don't mean like girlfriends I dated but friends that were were girls that of course all of them I I had liked in some form or fashion that's why I was spending time with them but <laughs> man you know I got, I got a little a lot of good groundwork as far as exercise and and uh, good conversation you know so. Absolutely that's kind of where the whole gym thing came from. Uh, just kind of always, always, uh, impressed with fitness. Now, do you, um, so yeah, just for the listeners, I guess, tell us what you're doing now. Are you a, uh, you've got a gym of your own, correct? Correct. I, I, uh, so we have a, we have a gym that it was formerly CrossFit 1420 and, uh, we stepped away from the affiliation mainly. And like a lot of people, if you know much about CrossFit, man, like, you know, there's a $3,000 fee every year to carry that. Well, man, um, we, we love CrossFit. Um, and, and I mean, we kind of have a, a version of it, but it's definitely a, a dialed back version. And, um, because of that, we'd get people in that would want to talk about coming to our gym and they would kind of like the first line would be, yeah, well, everybody keep, keep saying, if I do CrossFit, I'm gonna get hurt. And, you know, the way we do ours is just a little slower paced and we kind of try to teach you the fundamentals and then we kind of encourage uh modification or scaling maybe even to your strengths now i never want you to just dodge something but like we've kind of created an environment and don't want to use the word inclusive but where you know anybody can come and and kind of get a very similar workout even though it was quite a bit different between uh if you were to look at it you know we just kind of try to create one of those environments where uh you know we just want you to get a great workout and and we're here to uh, uh provide uh, the coaching you know actually uh actually pour into these people and 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 uh to, to me man that's where the most uh value is in uh in like a, a gym like that, there's just those, uh, those amazing relationships. Do you, you see, you kind of describe uh, the Lou Ferrigno thing in your, in your kind of desire to use fitness to grow and expand. And, and, uh, and I, obviously I, I know what you look like and <laughs> you, de- you definitely have the muscles, man. So, uh, congrats to that. Uh, I, I think, I think like, uh, for you to open up the school, what, What's your why? Why why did you end up uh, deciding to, you know, open up a CrossFit gym and then subsequently, um, you know, this uh, fitness sort of studio? Man, uh, golly, uh, you know, I want to give you something glamorous, but man, like, honestly, Charlie, it was all I ever really, it's what I knew, man. I'll never forget, like, I started, uh, when I got out of college, uh, I, I didn't have my degree yet, but I came back and I was personal training and I got in some trouble uh, with, I, you know, those who don't know, I've got a little bit of a past and man, I got in trouble. I was, I was drinking and using drugs and stuff. And man, basically it kind of got fired from my, my job because I had showed up to uh, work and I was messed up. And man, uh, so I got away from, I had to get away from exercise there because I was using it in a bad way. Well then, uh, a buddy of mine got me a job doing some air conditioner, air conditioning, like, like home air conditioning sales. So I basically, I think I would have been selling to builders or everything, but dude, I went through these two weeks of training and 
I just flopped, man. And the guy didn't want anything to do with me. And uh, just right then I had this horrible taste in my mouth about anything but fitness. Cause I, and then like immediately, I think I went back to the personal training, you know, and honestly it was just with a, a certification. It wasn't an education, uh, but that it's just kind of always been my thing, man. Um, it's what I know. Um, I think I can adapt well there. It's just played such a role in everything. And when I kind of realized like, Hey dude, you can actually make a living doing this. I mean, I always assumed I'd work for somebody just kind of, man, God just lined stuff up for me, man. You know, uh, and for the listeners out there, do you you have any kids? I, okay. So no, I don't, man. Uh, uh, my, okay. So my dad had one brother and then, uh, his, so my grandma, his mom, she had a couple of, uh, like babies, like one before my dad, who was the oldest and one, I think after my uncle, but like, they didn't make it. They were like stillborn and come to find out, I guess that side of the family had a lot of trouble getting pregnant. Well, um, man, you know, my, my mom's side, she had, uh, four brothers, or excuse me, five brothers and four sisters, big family, you know, but man, in our, in our attempts, man, good Lord just hasn't given us a, uh, uh, a kid. I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, we try. That's that's uh, a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, we don't ever. I mean, we, we never know, you know, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, every now and then we'll get a surprise, like maybe my wife cycles late or whatever. And we're just kind of it's it's never much. But I'm all, I, it's so funny because I, I just kind of in my head, I'm like, man, what if? And then there's also those nervous what ifs, you know, you're older and you worry about the baby being born with anything that you know, it's going to be challenging to, to, uh, work with as far as raising the kiddo. So that was always in there. But man, ultimately, no, we, we, uh, we haven't had kids, man. We haven't had kids. I, I jokingly say I've got a, I got 150 kids, uh, who pay for a membership at my gym, uh, that I get to, uh, parent, but, uh, it's not actually kids. It's these, uh, 40 and 50 year old uh, adults that when it comes to fitness, I feel like, uh, I'm uh, the, I never want to be like a dictator, but it's like, all right, I got to make sure everybody's straight. You know, I got to, I got to, I got to keep them all in line. Do you, uh, so, you know, as you say that, I know you kind of uh, being a, a bit facetious there, but as far as being that figure at the gym, um, is that something that when you started the gym that you felt that way? Um, and have you grown to feel a different way about, uh, about your clients, you know, relative to, when you started and seeing your gifts in that area you know charlie never even thought about it till right now and i'm i'm just going to give you the quick answer but i think so i don't think i care any more or less about my clients but the difference is that is and obviously is like the the deepness of our relationships um, like, I, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Uh, it, it, that's really what you're saying the is... only thing that's really, it's almost like evolved. I've just gotten to where I know more about them. And like, one thing I take pride in Charlie is like knowing names. Um, man, like I, I've had, I've had, uh, people who come and drop in from out of town. And one of the guys, uh, had told a, a member, the member was asking, he goes, Oh, you know how many, t- Oh yeah, we've been here about three times. And he's like, really how come you always come here you don't check out of the other gyms and he goes he goes man first time i came brian remember my name he said i'm gonna keep coming here you know and 
I always, I, I, I took pride in that. So to, to hear that, it meant the world to me. And anybody in that, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, how much does it matter when, you, when you're talking to somebody and they say your name? I mean, like, dude, I hate talking to somebody and not saying their name. You know, I just feel like, uh, hey, it's, it's and also the first for my own, I know your name, dude. Yeah, it's the first rule in Dale Carnegie's, uh, you know, how to win friends and influence people is uh, know the person's name. And you're absolutely that, right. If I've ever been called by my name from someone, I immediately drop my guard and and think that I'm <laughs> right? wanted. It's 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 just amazing how it works. Man, you explained it well. I, I didn't realize that. I just thought people thought it was special. You remembered their name. But, dude, that's exactly right. I can get horrible yeah. with this guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. They know me because one word describes sort of you as a person, which is just odd, right? We put a word to it and there's not one word that could describe you as a person. But for the most, you know, for social interactions that this one word, it's like, oh, you know me. And uh, that's pretty cool. So you started with remembering names and uh, you just recently posted. I remember, you just recently posted a picture, you know, within our network about uh about having an impact on this 14-year-old that that was doing an Olympic lifting uh, contest. Uh huh. Ethan. Yep. Yep. How yeah, did that go? How, how, did, how does how does that feel to to sort of mentor along, uh, you know, a young a young kid and and develop them in an area that they want to be developed? Man, uh, so with Ethan, I kind of got I kind of really just got blessed, dude. Uh, the kid was pretty darn strong. Um, but his folks thought the just think very highly of me. I personal trained the mom. Uh, she coaches for us. But um, man, I just uh, man, I didn't. I never. I don't take into account the value in that man. Like I don't know why, but man, like I'm kind of scared of kids, dude. Like. No joke. And, and, and here's, here's you, the thing, man. You and everybody else. <laughs> but but this is kind of where it gets a little, like, man, I'm just afraid I'm going to say something to them that their parents would say to them. You know, and never, never anything, like, derogatory or anything. But, you know, it's just like sometimes uh, you're coaching somebody and you're like, stick your butt out, you know, on a, on a deadlift or something. And, man, sometimes you get a look and sometimes you don't. So, man, I've just learned to just not even – worry about it anymore but that was always my worry with coaching kids was like man I was not gonna be able to meet them where they're at well dude I just have found like the more I I can just kind of I talk a lot but there's certain things I can kind of put out there and it helps me get in a better zone with them to uh just to connect I guess you know and I don't talk about video games and I don't talk about their little uh girlfriends or boyfriends man I mean I just talk to them about exercise and might ask them about random stuff but still making some kind of connection that carries back into uh fitness i i think is the way to explain that um but man like with ethan i just i had no idea i was good at it like i don't know if i had said that in our our post but i just i assume i'm not because i don't have kids and um i just recently have realized like i'm not doing that anymore you know and i'm kind of taking pride in those um, man, we've got some, we've got some, uh, I've got some wonderful ladies that work for me and, uh, one of them is just kind of going, is, is in, in a separation and, and probably going to be in a divorce, man. And I just, I always want to be, uh, a loving, 
masculine example uh, to their, well, she has two girls, but, and man, I still, I still respect her, her ex, soon to be ex-husband. Uh, I know him as a person. I think, I think deep down, he's a good man. I think they just had their differences and it didn't work, but man, uh, you know, no judgment on him, but I know that those girls need all these solid male role models in their life just because that's what they need to be looking for when they're growing up. You know, they gotta, you gotta grow up and you're looking for a boy, you know, you kind of want them to be like your dad. And, um, I, I just hope, you know, wherever maybe that dad might've let him down, maybe they saw something different in those good friends of their moms, you know, and stuff like that, you know, just, just kind of living by example type thing is kind of what, uh, I, I, that's the way I kind of try to think about it. And, and you had this wonderful platform of a gym that you own to allow you to express this gift. I mean, just just listening to you talk about, you know, using your gift in fitness to help people. And then as you've gone along the, the, your journey, you've you've switched into deep connection and now actually not even avoiding the idea that you're sort of a father figure to some of these kids. And I think that's really important to just understand, like the the journey that you've gone through, and it kind of segues into the story that that you wanted to share today. Uh, you know, specifically about uh, about a particular individual that you've helped, and uh, maybe maybe that's a good time to kind of share uh, that story. Okay, okay. Um, so guys, I, I and uh, Charlie, you may have to redirect me, man. I get I go down those little those little rabbit holes, so. Um, if I get off, go, Brian, recalibrate, brother. Um, oh, no, no, but, we're good, man. But, uh, okay, so I'm going to a, a dear friend of mine's wedding up in, in uh, East Texas. And uh, I get up there, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, okay, so, you know, we go through the wedding. I mean, it, it's a real nice wedding. Uh, nice. It, it's like, I want to say it's like November. Um, but, uh, so it's it's nice and, and cool and everything. Just a good experience. But, Man, this lady walks up to me, and uh, she's super sweet. And you could tell, uh, just kind of that deep East Texas accent. I love accents. Um, and uh, she came up, and she's talking to me. But she's real sweet, man. But you can tell she's just got a, I don't know, man. She she, she seemed pretty uh, godly. But you know how sometimes you meet people, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're OJ. They're over Jesus. We got to be careful here, you know? Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm talking to her and she's sweet, but and this, you'll find out later, this woman has a direct line to God. Anytime I need something, I, I lean on, on her prayers, <laughs> but, uh, she goes, Hey, Brian, uh, or she goes, Hey, I heard you're a personal trainer and, uh, Hey, my son wants to be a Navy SEAL. Uh, you think you could help train him to do that? I said, you know, I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, in my head, all I'm thinking is there's no way I'm going to hear from this kid. And, uh, but, you know, his mom seemed very stand up, real sweet, everything, you know, I'm just like, okay, you know, but, you know, you're also like, dude, you want to be a Navy SEAL? Like, honestly, I mean, that is the most gangster thing I know, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, let's see if he calls me. He oh, called I've, me on I've, Monday. Yeah, I've, I've got an infatuation with Navy SEAL training. And have, at this point, have you ever trained anyone for Navy SEALs? No, nothing like that, man. I've never even, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, this is, I don't want to give up too much of my, my goods here, but dude, I just got him really good at push-ups, pull-ups. He was already pretty darn good at running. And I mean, like ultimately, man, I, I just, I, I, 
I helped him blow his push-ups out of the water. Um, we started doing like pause push-ups, like in these different ranges of motion. Dude, I think he did 77 push-ups or something like that. The guy's like 210 pounds and he's like probably six, I don't know, maybe he's like 205, but he's probably 6'1", 6'2". And, and, and he's not like ripped, but he, he's solid. But this dude just, but man, whatever I, whatever I told him to do, he did, man. Um, man anyway, sorry. <laughs> I got off track there. So he shows up uh, the week after you speak to his mom? Yes. So, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. So he called me, but then, correct, he ended up making an appointment with me later in the week. Uh, and he's like, hey, man, uh, I mean, real not, yes, sir, no, sir. He's like, yeah, man. Uh, he said, I said, man, well, where are you at? And, and his mom had already told me, but I just wanted to make sure. He goes, oh, I'm up at school in, in Huntsville. I'm like, all right. I said, yeah, man, you sure? You, you going to drive out here, man? That's a, that's a haul. And he goes, yes, sir. He's like, it, it, that's all right. So anyways, dude, the guy would come drive out to see me. So at first I think he came every week, but you know, like we realized like financially all these things. And like, to be honest, man, I would, I would, I would charge him a 30 minute session and give him about an hour just because he was just such a good kid. Um, but man, this dude would come to me and man, to be honest, Charlie, I bet you I trained the kid five times because it was right around COVID and everything where like, they just, I think they had to, he had to move out of his apartment and go home and still had to pay rent, something crazy. But anyways, he, it was just not the best time, but man, we ended up, uh, okay. So we ended up staying in touch, but you know, like I was kind of like, I hate to say I, I wasn't training him, but I, like he was still, you know, picking my brain, which I loved. And man, I kind of kept giving him stuff, this, that, and the other. And then the testing was really uh, different for, uh, for for the seals or the PT test is what I'm talking about. It was uh it was really different because of COVID and everything and like you kind of never knew when you're gonna get tested. So it was kind of excuse me, you did, but they were doing it like these. I, I got it. The idea was like it was less often and I think it was bigger groups, but it just sounded like you know it just it sounded pretty intense. Like they would he would tell me some of the workouts they would do uh from this seal kind of it's not even a SEAL thing. It was actually just Navy, like, boot camp preparation or something like that. He would go to these uh, – he would go to these things every uh, – maybe anywhere from a week, once a week to once every two to three weeks. But And they were always just crazy workouts. But anyways, the stuff he was doing, I was like, golly, this guy's conditioned. But uh, in the process, he was able to get uh, – he was able to uh, – what do they call it? Pre- pre-qual or pre-qualified – to be uh to actually to pass the he, he pre-qualified the the pt test is what i'm trying to say um so anyways you know we got he got through it and everything was great but so here, here's kind of the the important part man so this whole time we've gotten to where we just kind of have text once a week just checking in and like dude he'll even tell me he's like dude i'm, I'm struggling my walk and, and he's like just full transparency. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at stuff on Instagram. I shouldn't be. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not in the word like I, I, I need to be. And man, I never really wanted to preach to him because I always hated that. So I just kind of became that accountability dude that would ask. And I go, dude, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with both too. So man, why don't you, uh, 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 why don't we just go back and forth and man. And that's probably, that happened probably, uh, I think we've probably been friends for about three or four years, but, um, 
that was probably towards the back half, you know? Um, but man, we just, we, we started having kind of deeper conversations and, uh, God, what is, I guess Landry's probably like 27. He's anywhere between 25 and 27, but um, we just developed a great friendship. And, and man, you know, it, it was definitely rooted in Christ. Um, I just say that to say, man, his family, big time believers. So like, just, you know, like they definitely kind of refer to Christian, but in my eyes, like, I just think godly, godly man, you know, I, I think sometimes that Christian term can carry a, I don't, uh, I don't want to call it with connotation or something, you know, where it's kind of like, oh, okay, they're Christians, you know, and it's like, well, but they're not soft, you know, they're, 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 they stand up for what they believe. So I, I kind of still wanted to be that, hey, dude, you're going to be a SEAL, like, you're, you're, you're going to be around some rough people, you know, so just, just be real with this kid, but also have God involved, you know, might cuss here and there, you know, it is what it is, but man, guess what? Uh, I know Jesus still loves me, you know, and, and it was kind of, you know, kind of, you know, almost like don't take, don't take it too seriously, um, which sounds horrible, but I mean, like, just, that's your homeboy, man. Tell him you're hurting, tell him, you know, just build a friendship and, you know, but like be real, you know, and. But did anyways. he become a seal? So no, he didn't, man. So he got there and I want to say it was, I don't know if they had like they kind of so they have these classes and then you have to have meet certain requirements by their standards uh and then you move on well he didn't make i want to say the first one he didn't he didn't make the class uh and he kind of didn't know why he said his times his numbers were all the same as uh a lot of these guys but dude i'm kind of thinking it was a god thing um because i want to say right before the next opportunity to be in a class or it might have been right after um, they made that vaccine mandatory and man he's a big strong believer in in uh, not doing that so he wasn't gonna give it I want to say almost everybody in that class did it except for like seven guys and uh man and Charlie it it just was kind of bs and and when you know so he says he doesn't want to do the vaccine so they give him an honorable discharge with an asterisk and I think that asterisk I don't know if it's already messing with him on a couple job interviews uh, with like to be a police officer. He's got a he's got a uh, criminal justice degree from Sam Houston, which is kind of like the premier criminal justice school in Texas. And uh, anyways, like, yeah. So now he's he's uh, actually he's just doing kind of like ranch work, but he really wants to get into um, anti-human trafficking. That's kind of his uh, that's what he wants to do. I mean, the dude's. He's country boy. Like he's one of the dudes like I would have no doubt as long as he had a rifle and a knife and probably like something to put water in. The dude, I guarantee you, he's coming out on the other side. <laughs> did did uh and you guys still stay in touch today? Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, we were, we every Sunday we get a text message and it's every now and then we'll miss, but even if it's just a hey, how's things in East Texas? And like I think it was just uh have you seen Sound of Freedom? And because uh, I knew that was right up his alley. And, uh, you know, he said, yep. But uh, so we had some good connection over that. Uh, and you just recently got feedback from his parents. I did. I did, man. So I always got feedback from his mom. Um, but I, I she was the one I, you know, had direct contact with. And uh, she so every every weekend I would text her and then I would text Landry. And it's 
pretty much gone for probably about two years. But uh, I didn't have her husband's number, but I knew her husband. So I was, I, man, I don't ever, I like to know husbands if I'm ever texting and I'm never worried about what my text says. I, I always think it through, but uh, this was kind of a little bit different situation. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess she, she told him it was my birthday yesterday and he's like, oh man, send me his number. So, uh, he, uh, he, uh, shot me a text, man. And I'm going to, I actually have it printed out. Uh, it's kind of, it, it was long, so you'll have to bear with me a little bit, but, um, oh, so, here's great, man. The, Share it. so here's how the text started off. It said, happy birthday, Brian, in all caps. It says praying today is one of great joy and celebrating with family and friends. Enjoy the day. As a dad, I value the investment you have made in Landry's <clears throat> in Landry over the years. It seems there are not <clears throat> many men willing to or with godly character invest and uh, emphasize Christ to the next generation. Thank you for uh, taking the time and making this priority. It is appreciated. And I sent him. I just kind of sent something back. I said I'm honored. I said, Landry's basically Landry's a wonderful young man. And uh, I said, hey, man, uh, uh, make sure you save my number. And uh, he he answered with this. He said, for me personally, I know maybe four men that have had great Christian impact on my children. As a dad, that is huge in all caps. Bless a huge blessing that I cherish and want to recognize because I know it is a choice you have. You could have given simple workout advice, expertise, and moved on, uh, especially since Landry was not a regular longstanding client. You chose to invest in his spiritual workout as well. Thank you. And man, like that, uh, his his parents about it's one of those things. Like I think I I probably need to. I've got to figure out a better way of accepting those appreciations. I don't, you know, it goes down to worthy stuff, but you know, I've got to accept the compliments I get. And man, I struggle with that. And you know, uh, uh, let me stop you there, man. You, you just hearing you read that, um, I can tell you're in your heart and you're feeling it. Um, and, and, and it sounds like you've accepted it. Just, just listening to you say it, just listening to you read it. I mean, that is really special. And to to think to think of this as one story, as one individual that you had an impact on. You own a gym, and you've got over a hundred members that you can impact daily. And to think that this is one person, one individual. You don't have kids of your own yet you've got you've got a dad reaching out to you and saying that you are and have been a father figure to his son and the impact that you've had and it hasn't just been on fitness it's been spiritually um it's been mentally helping him get through and it sounds like you guys still have a relationship that that to me is uh beyond special man that it it, it really is man it's one of those things like i'm kind of I, I, I'm proud of that friendship we have. You know what I mean? And I'm definitely as, proud of that friendship. Uh, you should be. And as you as you kind of reflect on it, uh, Brian, I mean, you shared uh, quite a bit today. And and I know there are a lot of people that, that may be listening that, that may not have kids. 
may not have the ability to have kids. Uh, they may have, uh, you know, adopted kids or, or just in different situations. They may even think that they can't have an impact on a child um, because they don't have kids of their own. What, um, you know, you know, just kind of summarizing the journey that you've been on, what advice would you give to those people based on what you've learned? Man, I, I would say find a way to get on their level, you know, kind of meet them where they're at. Um, and I think you'll find out, golly, man, I, I don't even really know how to explain it. It's, it's, um, for me, man, I'm, I guess I'm taking, okay. So each kid I'm trying to build a relationship with. And, uh, I think that's where I'm succeeding. I'm not the kids all the, okay. They're all the same. Like, dude, I, Ethan is this young man. He is strong. He will put in the work, da, 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 you know, but those taking those times and, and creating that little relationship with each one. Um, but I mean, it, they came, there was something that brought them to me. Maybe it was a parent or whatever. So I got to say that, but man, I think, man, when I just talk to them like people, you know, and I'm not correcting them and I, I just meet them where they're at. And most of these kids that I've been dealing with, like, dude, they don't, they're not, they don't need correcting. They're, they're, they're well-mannered. They, uh, I mean, you can, you can tell their folks have done, uh, have worked on them well, or they knew exactly how they were supposed to treat, uh, somebody who was serving them as far as their folks uh buying them training or something you know what i mean and but i mean like even uh even down to we used to do a uh we used to do like a golly so k students run they were kind of kids did these after school uh they were high school kids and after school they would come do these uh once a week, I think once every two weeks, they would come to our gym and it'd be like 80 kids. And man, we just teach them basically core strength and all this. But I remember connecting with those kids and man, but it was so shallow. And I, I just look back and I'm like, but man, there were so many of them. And honestly, they were high school kids. And I was kind of like deathly scared of somebody ever misinterpreting something or saying something. Uh, you know, we've got a gym and here are all these, you know, uh, 17 16 year old girls who uh you know they're like it's kind of like girls you've got to wear more stuff like this is this is a a school function you know type thing and never never anything crazy but man when you're around that it's just like oh my gosh i i don't have kids i haven't seen this you know you know all of a sudden you realize uh you're i guess what i'm trying to say is these these kids just need to see you being yourself when, man, you're, you're a good man, a godly man, an integrous man, man, just own it. And, and, and just, just give everybody the benefit of the doubt at, or these kids, these benefit of the doubt at first, and just kind of see if you can meet them where they're at. Now, Hey, if there's something that, that doesn't feel right, then, you know, you probably need to question it, but man, I found some, I found some real blessings and just kind of individualizing the relationship and kind of meeting them where they're at. Thank you. Thank you for that advice, uh, Brian. And the, for those listening, thank you for listening today. Uh, if you like what you've heard, please remember to follow, share, and give us five stars. If you're a man searching for improvement and growth, be sure to check out ThumosUSA.com. Brian, thank you so much for being on the show today. I think we're uh, 
you know, I think there's going to be some more stories that we can have you back to share, man. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, brother.